three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody thank you so much for listening this is the real pineapple this is your humble host hunter here i uh just real quick summary here uh apologize and adva- uh, apologize for last couple weeks the uh the recordings being pardon me inconsistent between uh celebrating my lovely anniversary with my partner and getting my booster shot uh, been a little busy. The booster kind of kicked my ass, so <laughs> it was uh, a little rough getting back. But I'm good moving forward. If she be back on a uh, couple of reviews a week schedule, if not more, and I'll kind of talk about that. Uh, I'll go and talk about that here at the end of recording. But I've got a review here for Red Notice, which of course is directed uh, and written by uh, Rawson Marshall Thurber, who. That may not be a familiar name to you, but he's actually done two of my favorite comedies in the last uh, 20 years in uh, in Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story back in 04. I fucking love that movie. I think that's actually Vince Vaughn's probably best comedic role is, uh, is Dodgeball. And then he goes ahead and does We're the Millers in 2013 with uh, Aniston, uh, Emma Roberts, I am blinking on the dude's name. Uh, he was in Detroit. He's going to be Adam Warlock. I should I should fucking know this. Will Poulter. There we go. And, of course, uh, Jason Sudeikis. So, those movies are great. Dodgeball and Where the Millers are awesome. But then he does Central Intelligence. And while I fully admit I am not a fan of Kevin Hart, I just don't think that's a funny movie. And then he does Skyscraper with The Rock. Uh, he was the uh, director and screenwriter on Central Intelligence and the director, producer, and screenwriter on uh, on Skyscraper. So, all that to say, going into this, I went, wow, we get Dwayne Johnson, the biggest and highest paid uh, movie star in the world right now. We get Ryan Reynolds, you know, fucking Deadpool himself. Uh, we get Gal Gadot, you know, we get one. So, <laughs> the fact is I'm sure this movie was pitched exactly like that. Hey, I can get Black Adam, Wonder Woman, and Deadpool all in one movie to launch an and uh, to launch an action franchise. What do you think? And I'm sure Netflix went fuck yeah, that sounds wonderful. We like money, but this was the biggest. This is the biggest budgeted film that Netflix has put out. I want to say it's uh, I want to say it's over two hundred. Oh, it's exactly two hundred million dollars. For this fucking film, which is insane, like what two hundred million to do this movie? Uh, the budget on Black Panther, I think, was one seventy five. If memory, if memory serves, uh, oh no, Black Panther's budget was two hundred million. Pardon me. So the same budget as fucking Black Panther. Wait, what? And let's call this what it is. As I'm sitting there watching this movie, because I watched this earlier with my partner i gotta say y'all this is a bad version of the rundown this is what i thought jungle cruise was gonna be and i and i and i bring up jungle cruise very intentionally because i remember going in the jungle cruise with really low expectations like like really low expectations and go figure you know 
I actually enjoyed Jungle Cruise quite a bit. I thought Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt, uh, their their uh, uh, their back and forth, I thought was incredibly charming, and it really felt like they actually had some chemistry at points. Not consistently, but there are points where I just went, God damn, they really are clicking. And you have Jesse Plemons as a great villain, of course, in there. This movie has neither of those things. This doesn't have a memorable villain. This doesn't have memorable characters. This is just kind of a slog to get through in general. And the one person I will say in this cast that I feel bad for for is uh, Ritu uh, Arya, who you know as a Lila from Umbrella Academy Season 2. She's fucking awesome. I feel bad for her in the aspect of, I'm sure her agent got her this role, and she heard, oh my god, I'm going to be in the next Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot vehicle. I'm sure she did cartwheels in her place and was like, holy shit, this is going to be a launching pad for me. And to be quite frank, the movie does nothing with her with her i can't even judge her performance because it's just it's it's nothing she's supposed to be this interpol agent so you know sorry i'm getting ahead of myself so dwayne johnson he plays john hartley he is a guy who works for the uh for the fbi if memory serves doesn't really matter but uh he oh yeah he's a behavioral analysis uh he's a member of the behavioral analysis unit uh special agent john hartley and he's brought in to go ahead and hunt down Ryan Reynolds and Nolan Booth. Nolan Booth is a very notorious uh, art uh, art thief, the number two art thief, uh, art thief in all of the world. And so I will say there's this opening sequence of there's this whole thing where they're talking about these uh, eggs that Cleopatra was uh, was were uh, was given as a gift doesn't really matter just know they're artifacts and that they're worth a lot of money and so nolan goes ahead and steals one of said eggs and i will say credit credit where it's due the opening of the film i did find i did find the opening chase sequence actually pretty well done i i do have to give them credit on that so there is this chase where uh where nolan steals one of the eggs and it's just a big foot chase between him and John. And I will say that sequence, my biggest issue or one of my biggest issues with this film is that the opening action scene is the best action scene in the movie. Nothing even comes close to that foot chase, which is a giant issue when you have a two hour fucking film. But that whole sequence I thought was actually pretty entertaining and just slapsticky enough with no one shown off why he's an art thief in the sense that he's just very clever. I, I actually really like that scene. And when he is eventually, of course, captured by uh, by John, I actually thought that sequence was was uh, was well done. So there's a couple scenes in here I went, oh, okay, I'm actually digging this. The first 15 minutes, I'd say, I was kind of like, all right, this, this isn't bad. But it's once Gal's characters kind of introduced into the film <sighs> this really should have been just ryan reynolds versus uh versus a dwayne johnson there really doesn't need to be a third wheel like gal gadot really is kind of third wheeling it in this and i think we need to have a conversation about gal gadot and <sighs> god i'm gonna be i'm gonna be this asshole to say it 
So when we look back at her, you know, making her debut performance in the Fast franchises as Giselle back in Fast Five, or uh, in uh, Fast and Furious, pardon me, in the fourth film, she comes across with this screen presence. But obviously those films are, you know, a bit silly. But she does have a screen presence where she's working off of uh, Vin Diesel. And I'll be real... Oh God, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. She has more. She has more chemistry than Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious and in Fast Five than she has with The Rock here, and that's a really big issue, especially before this film ends up. But the one of the things with her character, the Bishop, we don't know a lot about her. We actually know that she is just this. She's almost like Spectre in human form. She just is able to hack all this tech. And she's kind of like Saddle Affair. She's everywhere. And but that's all we know about her. We don't know. We never hear her actual name. You don't know like where she trained. If she, you know, was a former hacker for someone else. If she you don't really learn anything about her. So as far as seeing her as a threat. She's just this faceless kind of drone, and that's a really, that's a big issue, I, I think. One of the things I'll say as well for her is I was kind of flabbergasted by her action be- be- beats. And it's, I don't know if it's her, if it's just a direction, but you've seen the sequence in the in one of the trailers where she is taking on uh, Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson at the same time because they're all trying to steal what it essentially is the second out of what you find out are three eggs. So that sequence, I was really expecting to be more like, whoa, this is badass. And I was just kind of sitting there unimpressed. And back to the conversation, I, th- I think that we kind of need to have, what is Gal Gadot's and actress? Like, I understand that she's got the Cleopatra movie coming up, ironically enough, but even even Wonder Woman 84, or 1984, whatever they call it, I think they just call it Wonder Woman 84, but she's not even good in that, and, you know, I've seen other stuff she's been in. I've seen Keeping Up with the Joneses, which was, you know, a co- an action comedy. I saw Criminal. Uh, I just... I don't know how good of an actress Gal Gadot actually is. I'm not I'm not going to bring the hammer down on her now and be like, oh, her career's over or any of that shit. You know, she's got death on the Nile, which, you know, we should see at some point. But I don't know, y'all. It, it, it's one of these things I just kind of go, you know, I I would expect more from her. And I just, I don't know. It, it, it kind of feels like maybe... <coughs> I want to say she's just miscast, but that Gal Gadot charm is just very absent here. There's a scene where she's sitting down and she's basically giving them, you know, an out to go, hey, you two are in prison because they end up in prison together as, you know, the trailer show. And she kind of goes, hey, you know, if you go ahead and help me out now, I'll give, uh, speaking to Ryan Reynolds, Nolan, I'll give you 10% of the money. But if you don't, you're kind of fucked here and... She's supposed to kind of come across, you know, kind of charming, almost like a, like a charming, like kind of like a femme fatale. And it's just, it's, it's similar to Rachel McAdams in, in Sherlock Holmes, where you just go, uh, that just isn't your, your arena. <laughs> and it's just, it kind of sucks because again, like nothing, no ill will towards Gal, but this just isn't, this movie is not 
of roles she should have taken at the end of the day. And some of this plot does require you to go ahead and go, oh man, she's just very charming. And, you know, these men keep underestimating her. And considering what you do end up finding about the bishop in general, the fact that all these guys and just people in general are so just whatever whenever she's around she she's never seen as a threat to by anyone which i guess you can make the whole argument of oh she's a woman come on why would anyone be threatened but if she's supposed to have this notoriety which at the end of the film they flat out tell you i just went yeah i i don't i don't buy this and i actually think the movie's kind of full of crap uh in, in that sense but as we I'm just trying to think here because to be honest, y'all, I have maybe a page of notes, but they're like double spaced page of notes. I, there was really nothing about this that, uh, that stood out to me. One of the things that I remember even watching jungle cruise is that some of the, some of the action bits, you know, there's that whole sequence with Emily Blunt's character and she's trying to go ahead and get that book, which is, you know, the map. Kind of similar to this opening scene in this in this movie, but I even thought later on in the film that the third kind of the third act battle, as it were, I thought that was actually pretty well done. The third act kind of final confrontation in here, I just went, yeah, I I don't I don't really care. There's this mine uh, this mine chase in cars that's kind of reminiscent of Fast and Furious, but I remember watching that and going. Man, this must have been a bitch to film, and yet you found a way to make me feel some, you know, some emotion and actually kind of be invested in the actual chase. At the end of this movie, where where this whole chase ends up, and you know what's supposed to uh, mean as far as uh, as far as significance, I just didn't care. And and that at the end of the day is the big compliment I'm gonna give Ryan Reynolds because. While I think Nolan as a character isn't very well written, Ryan Reynolds just finds a way to drag this material up. And maybe that's what it is about Gal Gadot and Dwayne Johnson, is that they're just not good enough. They're not a good enough actor or actress to elevate this material. Ryan Reynolds is one of the best comedians we have working, period. And he just finds a way to make even some lines that when you say them, you go, or you hear him deliver lines, you go, okay, that's worth a chuckle. But you know that line would read so much worse if it wasn't a comedian or a natural comedian delivering lines. Like Reynolds does a great job uh, of that. There are multiple points. Like there, he calls him, oh, he calls uh, Dwayne Johnson. He talks about how Dwayne Johnson, the back of his head looks like a penis or something like that. And I went, <laughs> it does. That's really funny. Like it, a, a lot of things like that where you go, okay, Ryan Reynolds probably improv this which you know not a bad thing but it's funny it works and i just i don't know like like for me i really was bummed out at points because i'm sitting there watching this going again these are three of the biggest actors and actresses uh we have working right now and why am i not more entertained watching this which is a really Really shitty feeling. And the other feeling I was the big other big feeling I was having is I'm watching this at home on Netflix. If if my partner and I had gone out to see this, you know, thinking, you know, tickets, let's just say nine bucks, you know, 
you know, nine bucks for each of us to go, you know, she needs coffee. I need, you know, I get a beer. That's, you know, that's another 10 bucks right there. That's not including other concessions. Like if I paid 60 bucks, you know, with, with everything thrown in to see this in a theater, I'd be pretty pissed off to be honest. I would have felt like I didn't even get close to my, to my money's worth. And the other thing I will say as I kind of wrap up here, outside of the first action bit and a cameo from a musician that I went, what the fuck, what are you doing here? There's just not a lot about this outside of Ryan Reynolds doing everything he can to make this shit work. There's really nothing for me to recommend, but there will be someone who puts together Ryan Reynolds' like best bits from this movie on, on a YouTube video at some point. Like, watch that. You don't really need... Actually, you don't need to watch this movie. What am I talking about? You don't need to watch this. And the more I think about it, y'all, the more my grade's kind of dropping. Um, Thinking about other stuff, you know, that I kind of want to even talk about, there, there, there's really... There, okay, the, there is a dance sequence between... Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot's characters that I thought was kind of cool, kind of in that sexy spy thriller way. But I don't know what it is. Gal and the and Gal and Dwayne just don't look good together. Like, and maybe that's part of it. I, I, you just don't get that. You don't get that vibe you're supposed to get from an adventure film like this. It just never or a spy thriller like this. It just doesn't come across like that. So I don't know. It, it's just. I just felt very bleh by the time I was done watching this. And I watched this maybe four or five hours ago, and I'm already forgetting it, like, which is not, you know, the, the hallmark of a great film. So, ugh, God, where do I want to land on this? I'm going to give this a... Uh, damn. You know, I'm going to give it a D plus, and, and, and here's why. There is something they pull at the end of the movie that my partner and I looked at each other and went, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Like, it treats it like a twist. And I just went, no, 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 not, I, I'm not accepting that. And there is something involving, oh, God, okay, I won't give it away because I'm going to be kind, but there's something involving money at the end that is such a, okay, this is on you for being the stupid sort of moment that I went, yeah, I anything more would be a spoiler. But yeah, this is just, this isn't good. And it does set up for a sequel. But to be honest, the big part of me was just like, I, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see any more of this. Like, I stand by it. It should have been Ryan Reynolds versus Dwayne Johnson. I think if you do that, I think you get a better film because you don't have a third character. You don't you don't have to, you know, pretend to pay attention to. Plus, Dwayne Johnson versus Ryan Reynolds, you can sell that on a fucking movie poster. It's just it didn't need gal. And yeah, so D plus. Sorry. I mean, I would there's so much better stuff to watch on Netflix. In again, for given the star power in this movie, this should have been better. There's really no excuse for this to be less than at least a good film. Jungle Cruise should not be better than Red Notice, and yet it is. So, yeah, I mean, don't know what to tell you. Sorry, it's not good. But 
Red Notice, have you seen it? What did you think of it if you did? I am very curious to hear people's thoughts on this because some people I know were like, oh, this is kind of fun. And I'm sitting there watching it going, really? This is fun to you? But what did you think? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at the First. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google and Google, pardon me, podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, to name a few other spots at The Real Pineapple. And don't forget to like both our Facebook pages at, uh, I'm not calling it that new dumb name <laughs> that, that they want you to call it, but uh, you can find us uh, on there at The Real Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. You can also find yours truly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. And yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We're going to have reviews up this week for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I am so excited to watch that, uh, as well as Dune and Eternals and what else? And Ron's Gone Wrong. Yeah, I've got quite a few reviews coming on the pipeline. And I'm going to have a review for uh, The Shrink, uh, the first couple episodes of The Shrink Next Door, which... I'm really excited to see what that's uh, what that's about. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. Wear your mask. Get your COVID shot if you haven't yet. And again, thank you for the support. And we will talk to you soon.